self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are conversation con artists What's going on, people? It's your boy, Mr. On Point. And I am the being formerly known as Calamity Red. Now I'll just be known as Red. Why is that? It's a Kanye story. We'll get into it. Oh, Lord Jesus, Kanye. (laughs) All right. Well, we are Conversation Con Artists back for another fantastic episode. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. M-I-S-T-E-R underscore on point. And I can be found at red underscore calamity. Also, we are still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationcallartist at gmail.com. Or you can find us on the Facebook uh, Conversation Con Artist and send us a message that way. Um, I can hear my fucking heartbeat in my ear. It's still doing it. If you know what that is, then send a send an email. It's so weird. If anybody's ever saw somebody get a sonogram done and how the baby's heartbeat sounds on a sonogram, I hear my heartbeat in my left ear like that, like a sonogram. And I don't know why. I In your left ear. Yeah. Can't hear it in my right. My right ear clear as a bell, but it left there. I just hear doop 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 doop. It's so weird. <laughs> No idea. I don't know. Anyhow, we had a letter from Colin. What up, Colin? We got a letter. I'm going to read this. First, sorry to both of y'all for not coming through with a good time for that live episode. Life's been in the way recently for Sundays, and it's looking booked up for the foreseeable future. Hence, everybody, doesn't have to be on the weekend. We can figure out a day during the week to do it. Yeah. So if anybody got some input, especially you, Colin, if there is a day of the week that is decent that you, you know, we could you do can that. be available after five. Yeah. Then let's figure that day out. We got day jobs. <laughs> you know, yeah, we, we got day jobs. And I have some late days on my day job, too. So, Me, too. You know, Wednesdays we, are not going to. So at least our long days match. Yeah. Uh, second eddie man how good is spider-man on ps4 um i thought i had on my spider-man shirt i was, like, what are you doing? I was about to say good enough that i got my spider-man shirt on right now but you don't he but got I remember, the fallout shirt <laughs> i remember i had my spider-man shirt in my hand and my fallout shirt in my hand and i was looking back and forth to see which one i was gonna wear and fallout one because it's bigger shirt uh Spider-Man, I got a little squeeze action. Like I'm, I'm a big dude, but I like my shirts to like fit. Okay. Cloak more closely than not most of the time, but Fallout One out today because comfort wins. Uh-huh. That being said, Spider-Man is fantastic. I don't have a PS4. So. Yeah, of course, you don't have a PS4. But we mean, of course, I have an Xbox One. That I said, of course, because I know you don't. Oh, okay. Not because I. You shouldn't have it for some reason. <laughs> it's like, what? But yes, yeah, that you don't you do know I don't. So I wanna get one just for um like what is that game you had me play? That's like Tomb Raider but with a dude. Oh, Uncharted. Uncharted. And God of War. I love God of War. Uncharted, God of War. Those would be the two games um, that I Horizon would... Zero Dawn. I don't know if you like that. Is it a shooter? It's a bow and arrow shooter. No. <laughs> I'm not good at it. I'm not good at it. I like hack and slash adventure game. Like, I'm playing. It's mostly hack and slash with the component of okay. shooting it. Well, I'm, I'm playing. I beat Darksiders. I'm playing Darksiders 2 because Darksiders 3 comes out in November. And so I'm going to um, 
my goal is to like to have the have beat both of those. But there there's some shooting aspects to those games, but it's mostly hack and slash. Like sometimes I will have to like aim and shoot, and it's horrible, but I can do it. But like a game that's mostly aiming and shooting, no, it's not for me. Which is like why I like God of War. It's like a hack and slash. I like those games. I can play those. It's a major component of hack and slash, but it's a different type of game. It's it's like an old caveman time game. You and these cakes, you kind of arc. Every time I came in here, you had arc on. Arc is dead to me. Why is arc dead to you? What happened? You was playing that shit all the time. Arc was replaced with No Man's Sky. I was just waiting for another game to take the place <laughs> of what arc was. Me and Yogi, my roommate, was running our own private server, and it just got irritating. Even if you didn't want to play the game, you had to go back and feed your animals so that they don't die. Oh. So the game kept you feeling like you had to be connected. So oh. I don't want to play. No, I don't like so that. So No Man's Sky replaced that because it's just another resource gathering game like Ark was. Where you play when you want to. And exactly. Not, yeah, not it's, real time. You exactly. got to go back. Yeah. And they're adding events and stuff to No Man's Sky. So, but No Man's Sky about did to me too because... I gathered everything I wanted to gather and I'm just I'm done now. It's so funny that you... You, because I, I don't, I think we talked about this this past week. You don't really go into a game to beat it. I want to beat the games I have. So like, when Dante's Inferno came backwards compatible, I played that till I beat it. I played Dark Siders one till I beat it. Now I'm gonna play Dark Siders two till I beat that shit. It's not that I don't want to beat the game. It's that some games are just not good games. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that have to come together for me to want to continue playing a game. To continue to question Spider Man, I'm I've been playing Spider Man from the beginning to what is almost the end. I hadn't quite beat it. I'm like seventy nine percent through with the game, but that's because they have a very fine mixture of pacing, introduction to new powers, new suits, new gadget, a very compelling story that is very involved to where you want to know what's gonna happen next. So I want to get to the next destination, but still enjoyable enough that if a side mission pop up, I'll go to this side mission before I go to the main mission. Or if a little, um, one of those little side, they have side collectibles that you can get. Mm -hmm. I'll just get caught up in just going to grab collectibles just because it's so enjoyable to swing around the city. It looks good. It's just an all around great experience. So I need all of that stuff to happen. That's why I can beat a Spider-Man. That's why I can beat a God of War. That's why I didn't beat uh, I didn't beat Horizon Zero Dawn because of several different reasons, but I rebought it. Mm. So I, I took it back to GameStop to get the most money I can get from it. Mm-hmm. And then I turned out to buy the complete package for $10 less than what I spent, what I got back from GameStop. So I saved money to get the whole package, but I had to do it at the time that I did it. Oh, okay. So... So I'm going to go back and I'm really going to start over to beat yeah. that game. But it introduces new powers, yeah. new things, has a compelling story, and that's great. Those are the only games I play, though. Like, Dark Side, the second, the first and the second one, like, their currency system changed. Like, the first one, you collected souls and you used those to barter. This is actually coins and money. But it's just that you, you get different powers, you want to finish the story, and their stories are connected. So, like, 
Darksiders is the four horsemen of the apocalypse, and so they're going to have four of them. Each one works with one of the horsemen of the apocalypse, and they have different powers. And so as you progress through the game, you get different weapons. Like, Darksiders 2, I don't know if you've ever played, like, Dynasty Warriors or yes. Warriors or Roche, where you have to, like, people drop weapons. You can pick them up and change them out and sell them for money. The second one works kind of like that. Um, and, like, you get horses. Like, it's a whole... So yeah, I can. But those are the only kind of games that I play. I guess is what I'm saying. So like, Spider Man sounds like something that I would like to play because those are the kind of games I like where I'm adventuring through. And then Dark Siders two introduced side missions, and so you can just beat the game straight through. Or these all these other things that you can go and do for to gain different stuff if you choose to. You don't have to. So I I will I will beat games that have that but other games i respect open world games mm -hmm. where you can pretty much do anything but i think that's sensory overload for me i think i need a game that's somewhat linear mm -hmm. that has some component of being able to like i've I, I beat fallout 3 but all any other bethesda game i have not beat those games it's just, at a certain point it's just i'm just like it's too much and then a lot of games it when i get to a point where I'm tired of using the same weapons. I'm tired of using the same powers. Mm -hmm. I'm tired of only having the same everything. That's when I get to a point where I really don't want to play no more. Because yeah. even if I turn the game on, it don't change that their system of introducing this new stuff is just too slow for me. Oh, yeah. You know, so... Darksiders 2 has a skill tree like Dante's Inferno. I don't know if you played Darksiders It's Dante's nothing about Darksiders 2 that ever intrigued me enough to play. Really? Why? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But... But since you've been playing it, I want to see what it's talking about because yeah. uh, we just got the Game Pass, Xbox mm -hmm. Game Pass. Oh, and it's on there? It's on there, yeah. The yeah. one and two. Yeah, I bought the uh, – it was like a – you got both of them for like one price. And I had them for a while. I don't I don't know what happened. I was playing Dark Side of the One and I got to this, um, this boss that I couldn't beat. And so I was like, fuck it. <laughs> And then once I beat Dante's Inferno, I was like, let me go back and do this shit. So I finally got that, beat it. Um, and so now I'm on Dark Siders 2. But it it has a skill tree like um, Dante's Inferno where like you earn points as you level up. And you can use your skill points to get something off the tree. And then like, you know, as you get stuff, more stuff becomes available. So you can increase your, your powers that way. You also, at certain points in the game, will just discover like a new, um, like in Darksiders 1, he had this um, glove that he could pound the ground. But I, it was like mid-game before I found that shit. So it, I like it. If you did, you play Dark Side as one. Mm -mm. So you never played any of the Dark Side games. Did you like Dante's Inferno? Didn't play it. Okay, well I don't know how to. <laughs> that was that, all the comparisons that, uh, and games that I biblical, have. Biblical, religious type stuff. Yeah. That's not my stuff. I don't. I don't like it. I mean, Dante's. Listen, not that it can't be an enjoyable game experience. Now I will say Dante's Inferno was a lot more. Um, what's the word? <laughs> Um, blasphemous than um, Darksiders is but also Dante's Inferno was based heavily on the book so all of the shit in there is like crazy but it's if you ever read Dante's Inferno I don't read okay well all of the shit in the book is in that game so like the most disturbing thing to me probably was 
the babies. There's like a circle of hell that has unbaptized babies and they have their arms are like blades and you have to kill the babies because they're trying to kill you. <laughs> when you said unbaptized, I was thinking uncircumcised, but they probably both true. Probably. But unbaptized. <laughs> they and they died before they, you know, their parents didn't baptize them, and so they're you have to kill babies. That was kind of weird. That was a weird uh, circle of hell to go through. Because you, you have the babies all the time in D and D. Oh god, they don't be human babies though. They yeah. be like gnolls. Oh no, and it's... goblin babies. And they sound like babies. They're making baby noise, so it's it's a little disconcerting when you play. But there's nothing like that on. Um... Actually, Dark Side is, is is a lot more like, you know. The four horsemen of the apocalypse are made of both good and evil. And so there's hell, there's heaven, there's earth. And it's about like all of the stuff going on between those three realms. So it's not as blasphemous as Dante's Inferno. Oh, so it's like supernatural. Um, yeah, yeah, it is like supernatural. Okay. It's more like supernatural. Dante, But again, in Dante's Inferno's defense, anybody who has read the book, it's the same shit. Like he he describes all of these things in the book of Dante's Inferno. And if you haven't read Dante's Inferno, but you just been waiting for an opportunity to kill babies, go get the game. It's backwards compatible now. You can play it on Xbox One. (laughs) Because I had it on Xbox 360, and I I was just waiting for them to make it backwards compatible the same way I'm waiting for them to make Prince of Persia Forgotten Sands backwards compatible. But, um, yeah, it's Dante's Inferno is kind of weird. I don't think it is a game that wouldn't be, if you, especially if you're like super religious, you're gonna probably feel some kind of way <laughs> about that whole thing. And they talking shit about like Catholics. You just you probably feel some type of way about it. But what was his next point? Uh, but that being said, all of those reasons that I mentioned as it pertains to Spider Man is how I feel about Spider Man. It's fantastic. If you've played Spider Man series before. It's not very much new in terms of you swing around the city and, you know, you do things in the city with that swinging. And, but it's fun to swing around the city. <laughs> and it's fun to see the representation of the city and it's fun to see how they integrate all of that into the same, the current story. I love all Spider-Man games mainly because of the sw- swinging aspect of it. I like that. <laughs> um, third, Red Man, I agree. You get on stage, don't say the word. Yep. You know damn well if you bought on stage that you'll become a meme if you say the N-word during a rap. Yep. What you do in the comfort of your smart car while driving to Target <laughs> on the weekends does not fly at a concert. I'm so mad they put all these white people in smart cars. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, yeah, I mean, I think at this point, People know it's not going to be taken well. I don't think so. I don't think so. You don't think the people that are going to these concerts, I'm not talking about like just general white people, but people who are interested in hip hop like that and going to like a concert where it's mostly black folk, you don't think that they don't know that that's okay? No. That's insane. I think white (laughs) people think they are not racist, so they think saying the word don't apply to them because... I ain't racist in my heart. But I don't think they diminish racist down to saying a thing or doing a thing if they don't believe they racist. That's crazy. That's like me saying, well, I'm not homophobic, so I should be able to use the F word. I'm not going to use it because I'm just not going to use it. I'm not part of that culture, so I'm not going to use the word. I'm not homophobic, but I'm also not going to use the word. But we also, as a culture, don't have the cultural narcissism and ego that <laughs> white people have. They, I mean, even white allies struggle 
with where they role supposed to be in in the context of dealing with a different culture. I guess I just can't imagine it because I'm so used to being respectful of people and and not having to do like I don't have to say that for I don't feel offended. I don't feel like well y'all say it. Like I've never felt that way about that shit. Like any word that's used that that a culture may use has been used against them. I don't ever feel entitled to say it just cuz like if you don't want me to say it, if you ain't comfortable with it, yeah, you know how many words it is in the fucking like I don't have to use that shit. It's not but a that's where that, that's where that cultural narcissism come in at. Like if you if you want me to call you uh if you want me to call you some crazy name like um popsicle the unicorn <laughs> I don't give a fuck. You a popsicle the unicorn as far as I'm concerned. If you tell me to stop calling you your name and call you some new shit, what for I don't care. I'm gonna what you she laughing, y'all. <laughs> is that because of the name your name is Popsicle the Unicorn? Popsicle the Unicorn, nigga, that's the <laughs> Well, I just it must be like a circus inside of your brain. Like you was reaching for a name, but Popsicle the Unicorn is what came up. If you only knew. Oh my god. If you only knew what's going on in my head, it's, it's I, that ridiculous. Sounds terrifying. But I would call you that. And if you didn't want me to call you something, then I would stop. If I you feel told like me I'm gonna get a lot of tweets now of popsicle unicorn well you if if you do you just did it you made a <laughs> you made a spectacle out of it now you we know the group who listening who is gonna start calling you popsicle the unicorn they gonna probably change my name in the group chat <laughs> it was okay. already red velvet for a long fucking time i'm okay with it popsicle so <laughs> so that's my thing I, I don't care like and if i know a culture don't like something like i don't need, i don't use hispanic you know, because mm-hmm. what I learned in my cultural diversity class is Hispanic is the word that America came up to refer to Latino people. Mm. So I use Latino. Like a lot of you hear a lot of Latinos saying Hispanic, but that's just because that's what America call us. That's what we gonna do. Fuck it, we can't do nothing about it. Okay, I didn't even see. I learned something. I didn't know that. Yeah. So I don't. I don't use Hispanic. I don't like that word. You gonna hear a lot of Latino people using it, but I I rather say Latino. Or whatever they identify, Afro Latina, like ideally, like I've had conversations with people mm-hmm. um, that I've worked with that were Latino, and I said, like, how do y'all feel about the word Hispanic? Like, is it offensive and acceptable? And then he would just like, I'd rather not be called it, but you know, that's what that's what America does, you know. So, white America has that history of creating language for people. We didn't come up with nigga. No, we didn't. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they came up with it on their own pretenses. So we just don't have that built-in narcissism as a culture to just assert what we want to be, uh, want people to be on them, and then have the insistence that we can use that shit. We don't do that. No, because it don't matter. I don't give a fuck. Like again, I never get offended. I'm never upset that. If I hear gay people using that word, I'm never like, well, y'all are using it to, I, I, I don't care. Like, it's it's not that deep. Not, no word is that deep where I'm going to be like, how dare you tell me I can't use that word to describe you when you use describe yourself. I just, it ain't that deep. I don't understand. To that. your point, we can assume that this one girl is just dumb as hell and don't know. Because a white guy, again, we the example I used, the guy who was at uh, Duval, he got up there, he said, I'm living my best life, ain't got um time to, ain't going back and forth with you, and that was it. <laughs> but 
I think those I think those are different contexts and different environments. How is it different? Because she was at a Kendrick Lamar concert. It don't matter. He was at a Lil Duval. It don't matter. It does matter. Why does it matter? It makes a difference because Ken- Kendrick Lamar is a much more popular artist. He's, it's very it's very possible. What does that have to do with the genre of music and the nigga that was used in both of these songs? First off, because I don't think the white dude at Lil Duval concert came by himself. He came with a group of niggas. That's the only way. Probably so. Only way he was going to be there. And the only way that he would have said yes to a group of black people that was coming to Lil Duval concert, there was a certain type of black people. And I just don't feel like a person, a white person that go to the Kendrick Lamar concert under the same rules. But I, I feel like, like Kendrick, she, I like Kendrick Lamar. I also like the little Duval. Song. But I'm saying, I feel like, I feel like the white girl that went to Kendrick Lamar concert could have went with three of her white friends. Yeah. Not necessarily. Like it don't necessarily. I feel like he would have more cultural connection because it's little fucking Duval. That don't, song blew up. Though. White people don't know who that is. They may not know who he is, but it, I feel like a lot of them know that damn song. It blew up. It was. It's such a huge song. The song blew up, but nobody. But white people now, because of that song, think he's a rapper or artist. Yeah. he's a comedian. Yeah, but uh, regardless of them not knowing who he actually is, I don't think that that would negate them going to see him. Just because that I mean they they gonna probably go under the pretense this this new hot rapper named Lil Duval. Like I feel like they would be there thinking that they wouldn't know that this nigga's a comedian who just like cashed in on a, a random ass song. I don't think so. You don't I think, think so? I think Lil Duval is some shit you you at and Lil Duval happen to be there versus scheduling six months ahead of time to get to Kendrick Lamar. Like it's just different levels. But where was the little Duval? Cause he no, cause Lil Duval, Beyonce had him open up for one of her shows. So like, I don't know if it was just a little Duval venue or if it was somewhere where that stage was smaller than was, my damn living room. You're right, it was small. It that was a little was. stage. That looked like yeah. a comedy club stage. So I don't know if he's at comedy clubs performing his song. That's so funny if he or is. if because he only does the chorus. He, I mean, for him to do the song by himself, that song is a vast majority well, of Snoop what and we was, whoever the dude is. But what we was listening to on that video with the white dude was he was it was playing on the loudspeakers, mm-hmm. and he was probably kicking in his part, but he was just trying to probably get in the club hype. I just really don't see him coming into a club just to do that song, even if he didn't have the other artists with him. I imagine that he might do that to get everybody crunk and then do a, do a set as far as his comedy goes. That's I what know, I imagine. Like I, I don't said, know. But all I'm saying Beyonce is Beyonce had him on or um the Carters. He, but either way, I'm just assuming yeah. that, that girl can be that girl can be dumb as hell, you know, and just not really recognize the social implications. Um from from your perspective, if everybody should know by now. But this shit is still happening way too much. And I think white pride, ego, narcissism is just not gonna let this go away. I think we gonna meet people who know better than to say it. But I believe they say it in in the context of thinking they ain't racist. I don't know. I mean, you know, I might be wrong, but but I agree with y'all. I mean, I agree with y'all though. I mean, if you get up on stage, don't say the n word, you know. But if I was a rapper, I wouldn't bring no white people on stage if I was saying nigga. You know, it go to the Lord Jamar said that Eminem is a guest in the house of hip hop. Yes. A lot of people feel that way. AC Blowfield. We had a whole debate about that shit. A lot of people feel that way. So I just, I don't know why, why you would, Kendrick Lamar probably don't feel that way, but. 
Well, but no, because even artists that may feel that way are still going to invite white people up on the stage because it's. I think that Lord Jamal was talking about as it as it pertains to making the music. Who listens to it? I don't think they feel that way about the fans and the people who pay to come and see them. I think he meant that more for like it shouldn't be no white artists or they sh- if they're going to be white hip hop artists then they need to understand that this ain't their genre. We just allowing them to visit. I don't think he meant like fans though. Cause a lot of rappers bring white folks up on stage if they in the crowd and they uh, they didn't pay the money to had a ticket that close enough for you to just come up on stage. My black ass to be in the nosebleeds. I will never get brought up. <laughs> you had to work too hard to get me from up there down there. <laughs> you should have said hit us. Hit us. That would have been really for everybody died laughing when he was like, he just kept on dancing. He was like, oh, y'all ain't gonna get me today. I know better. <laughs> He uh, yeah, kept he, on dancing. He played it smooth. He did. It was it was hilarious. Next, anyway, y'all are great, Eddie. We should do a short series where we review video games that black people wouldn't normally play, since we have the same tastes and aren't standard 2K playing brothers. Vote blue this November, everyone. Appreciate you, Colin, for the love as yeah. always. I'm down for that uh, video game cool. review situation. Yeah, I'm like, down for it. All of the memes when 2K came <laughs> about how women was about to lose their dudes <laughs> because they sort of be playing 2K. There are a lot of people that don't. Do you even play 2K at all? Yeah, when I'm not on 2K Strike. <laughs> what the hell is a 2K? Me and my roommate show? on 2K Strike. Why? Because. 2K 2K is is garbage at hiding the fact that they want your fucking money. Garbage. <laughs> 2K okay, let's say 2K at some point was just, "Hey, we created a good game. We're going to sell as many copies of this game as we can, and that's going to be great." Okay. Next year, Candy Crush type games start making a whole bunch of money from in-game purchases. Mm-hmm. Candy Crush don't make a lot of money because the game costs something, don't cost nothing. It make a shitload of money when you put, uh, pay 50 cents for extra life. I can't stand that shit. That's how they get you. But those <laughs> those kind of games is what made a lot of game the game industry realize we can capitalize off of this. We can put in-game purchases. But that's so, different when you bought the game. So like- the next year, 2K was like, we need to figure out how to do in-game purchases. So they do that. They put in like, you could buy haircuts, you can buy clothes, you can buy a lot of cosmetic shit. That's that's great. You can even buy VC, which is virtual currency, that allows you to upgrade your players in different ways. And when they first delved into that, like around 2016, 2017, it didn't deeply obstruct the gameplay. Mm-hmm. But move into 2018, 2K18 last year, it was all about the money. One, you can't, you, in order to upgrade your character, you got to play the game nonstop. So if you a kid, you ain't got no job, or if you a grown person that's financially stable that play the game that much, or if you a YouTuber that pretty much get paid to do it, you can grind it out, grind it out, and get your score up to uh, uh, 85, where now you start grinding for points. Yeah. Or you can pay for VC that will get you there. Now, your gaming experience is compromised while you're building that up. And the problem is just how long it takes to do it. You know, and then 2K, well, this 2K17, 2K18, they did that again, but they reduced the rates now. So it takes you even longer to do it. It's just a system that tries to 
kind of bully you into just going ahead and buying VC and just leveling up to that point because your character is almost garbage before you actually get up to an 85. Mm. 85 is like the baseline by which your skills start to come into play of how good of a character you are. You know, if I've grinded out and I got a 99 level character, but I'm a trash person in terms of how I play with my character, a 85 will still beat me every time. But somebody under a 85, they're going to miss shots that they wouldn't normally miss. You know, it's going to make it harder for you to get around people. Somebody that you up against with a higher steal just going to take the ball from you. So it just make you want to, man, I, let me just spend this VC. You know, and then while you're playing the game, little promotions pop up on the screen. 25% off of VC if you buy it right now. <laughs> and so, and it keep getting worse. And last year, like, everybody was mad because... You, they had haircuts that you can buy mm -hmm. at the barbershop if you want to change your hairstyle, but you couldn't preview them beforehand. So mm -hmm. you have no idea what these hairstyles look like, and you buy it, and they treat it like barbershop. Like, if you buy that hairstyle, that hairstyle is not unlocked forever. If you buy another one, you got to buy that one again. Oh, hell no. Yeah, and then, then the neighborhood is what it's called. It's like a whole big neighborhood, and you can run around the block, but it's like barbershop here, this gym over there. You want to play full court games over here, half court games over there. You can just run around the whole neighborhood. They had, you run around the neighborhood so slow that they had bikes and skateboards that you can buy once you get to a certain oh level. Oh my God. So like it was clearly obvious that they was trying to take your money. And I understand that some of these games are going to take your money, but I don't want to feel like it's impacting the gameplay. Mm -hmm. And that was the problem with Star Wars Battlefront 2. That was the problem with... Uh, a lot of these other games that came out where it's like they was really encouraging you to buy shit mm. and, and random loot crates and stuff. Legislation as far as the gaming industry has changed. Like China, in China, which a lot of game developers are over there, they can no longer sell you a loot crate without showing the contents of what's in that crate. Mm -hmm. Because what a lot of users was finding was that because they were spending money on the crates to calculate the odds of you getting something and what they was finding was if they tell you that if you buy this crate for twenty dollars you have a potential of getting a platinum or a gold item mm -hmm. you know um at a 20 percent rate but you got an 80 percent rate to get like a regular item mm -hmm. then what they were finding was like it was only like a one percent chance to get a gold or a platinum you just would never know on your side you just think you was just getting, getting bad rolls mm -hmm. so now they can't do that anymore so they're not developing games without telling you what you can get the likelihood of you getting it but you got to see that you almost finna get it mm -hmm. so it but 2k to me is the worst at that and we yeah me and me we ain't we ain't buy it this year that's not to say it won't get bought later uh, on a sale or something like that but i'm not interested in it and i only play it i don't like sports games like that mm -hmm. i only play as a um as an add-on like and I and I, I understand the game mechanics. Like I played, even when I played basketball, I I played basketball from a, like a I put up my shots from a geometry perspective. Like I use the glass a lot. It's like if you could throw this up at the right angle, at the right trajectory, with the right amount of force, mm -hmm. and hit the glass at the right spot, then it, it'll go in. But I played a game like that. I know I'm thinking of how they mechanically created the game and how they expect characters to be able to move. Mm -hmm. So even though I never play the game, if I pick up Madden with the kids on my caseload, which I do every now and then, I'm going to give them a good game. <laughs> they might come up on, on, out on top because of strategy, but like I give you a good game in 2K or Madden just because I'm just I'm familiar with those games and those systems. 
but I don't really play sports games like that. I only play when my roommate them needed one. Mm-hmm. He'll be in the other room. They'll have four. They don't want an AI player. He'll yell out to me if I want to hop in. I'll hop in and we'll play the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. And I won't play another two weeks until they need another person. So it ain't worth it for me to buy anyway. But I won't buy it because right now it's just it's just trash to me, yeah. in my opinion. And I think that this is the path they're going to take for some time. But anyway, that's my spiel on it. But I would, me and Colin, Colin, what me and you need to do is we need to come up with a list of games that we should both start playing right now. Uh, including indie games, including um, popular release titles. Um, go, we should start putting down a list of the games that we've played, and let's you know cross reference that and see where we started in terms of reviewing some video games. Cause I'm down for that. This sounds cool. But anyway. All right. Well, um, if you have a question you would like for us to answer on the show, you can send it in to our Gmail account, which is conversationcarartist at gmail dot com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Car Artist, and send it to us that way. So, Kanye West has put out a tweet that said that the being formerly known as, um, is it, did he just say Kanye? The being formerly known as Kanye, he wants to now just be known as Ye <laughs> moving forward. Now, here's the thing. It's not that he's changing. Yeah, the being formerly known as Kanye West, I am yay. <laughs> now, listen, this ain't the first time somebody that changed their they name. It's usually not like, and it usually is a pretty simple change, like Lil Bow Wow, Drop Down to Bow Wow, P. Diddy, uh, Puff Daddy to P. Diddy to Diddy. You know they do that shit, but I think because of how mentally unstable Kanye sees seems and the re- and him even wording it like the being formerly known as Kanye West wants to now just be known as Yay. Just I I just wonder if he ever gonna get stable again. I just I don't know. He's just. You know, even when people think he talking so silly, I think people felt like him talking. I still had a problem with him talking about that social media shit when he married the Kim Kardashian. But I think people saw what he was saying, like how social media is so detrimental that maybe he was like, okay, he making some sense. And then boom, now he yay. (laughs) You know, I think Kanye, I think Kanye is going back to the person that he was before. You think so? Yes. Why do you think that? I think that he was always nuts. Oh, I don't okay. think I think that he just been grieving for damn however long since 808s and heartbreaks. He been grieving that whole time. And now he's finally coming to grips with his grief. He probably got some counseling that's helping him address some stuff he need to address. But he's still gonna be that damn George Bush don't like black people ass dude. He just he's still gonna be a random outlier, at least in the public eye. You know, like people people know him and know he either crazy or misunderstood or whatever. But like the way he looking out here to us is crazy. Yeah. He was just somewhere with a Make America Great Again hat and a Kaepernick shirt on. <laughs> you know, like I just and he he like Trump, like he make everything make sense after it's done based on his narcissism, based on it coming out his way. He do that with everything. He do it with everything. And oh so, yeah, like Trump, and that's who he been. Trump 
got laughed at at the UN. And instead of him acknowledging that he was being laughed at, he had to flip it and say, oh, yeah, I was joking. I, I meant to get a laugh. No, the fuck you do. You can see in his face, like, and he, even his response to it, he was like, oh, well, I wasn't expecting that response, but okay. Yeah, you weren't because you didn't expect them to bust out laughing as you talking about yourself. Listen, have you ever seen uh, Crank? Crank. It's the movie with uh, Jason Statham. Oh, where he got... Where something happened to his heart where if he stopped moving... He'll die. He was going to die. Yeah. That That is the life of a narcissist, but with ideals. <laughs> it's like they will never go back and say... Or speed with Keanu Reeves. <laughs> they will never go back and say, oh, I fucked up. They just integrate that shit into their new reality and they don't let it go ever. You know, instead of Kanye West saying some shit like, damn, wearing this MAGA hat was not a good move, he gonna say, this MAGA hat shit is a move, man. I feel like I'm changing people by having this hat on. <laughs> and then, you know, when he say some more crazy shit like, you know, black people, you know, sounds like slavery was a choice, you know, he'll with his MAGA hat on, instead of saying maybe I shouldn't have said slavery was a choice, He'll say some shit like, we still in mental slavery. And then it's, I mean, we could choose to be out of that if we want to. Like, it's constantly making up a new way of existing for your bullshit. It's so sad to see. It's horrible. Like, and when Kanye, I saw that, him that, do that. That was Kanye before this. It's sad. That's Kanye before this. And, and so, after his, before his mama died. Now, it after his mama died. more crazy now. Like, is he just. <laughs> He just seemed more crazy to me now than before his mom died. Like, or either he was better at hiding it. Like, he didn't seem this. Uh, I, I just don't know. Before his mom died, that he would have came out and said that the being formerly known as, like, he an alien formerly known as Kanye West is now just yay. Like, it just seems like he's more crazy or more honest about his crazy. I don't know what it is, but. I saw that shit and I was like, and again, it's not that other rappers have not done this. We've had this happen plenty where rappers want to be called something else at different points in their career Ooh. or whatever. Huh? So Puff Daddy. Puff at Daddy. At some point wanted to be P. Diddy. And now he just did it. He dropped a P. <laughs> so and just did it. Who else? Lil Bow Wow dropped a little and became Why Bow Wow. Why do you even count him? Because he that's made, his, that is sad moss. But he made a big ass deal about dropping the little. We when don't he did. we don't know of we don't know of anything before sad moss. <laughs> okay, that is sad. Oh my god. Uh, who else has done that? Hold There's on. been other cases of it. I just can't think of rappers that changed have their changed their. He needed to go be number one. Who did it? Jay Z, Sean Carter. Oh, he's Sean Carter now. He started going. I mean, he's still because you know he did. Uh, what album was that where he po supposedly died? Where he had ninety nine problems. The video for ninety nine problems where he gets shot at the end of the video that was supposed to signify that change in him. I forgot what album ninety nine problems was on. I got ninety nine problems, but a bitch ain't one. Having really? girl problems, I feel bad for you, son. Most Def changed his name to oh, Yasin yeah. Bay. Yasin Bay. Tupac changed his name to Machiavelli. It yes. say Jay Z turned changed his name to Jay Z, but they took the hyphen away. Oh, 
Okay, no. <laughs> Poetical prophets. I don't even know who Mob Deep. Is. Oh, I I only ever knew them as Mob Deep. <laughs> Likewise, that's some New York Nick New York nigga knowledge. The fuck. K Dot to Kendrick Lamar. Okay. The game to just game. I mean, nasty Nas to Nas. Common sense to common. Was he real? See, that's the thing. Is like, it, were they really known? Is this like, like if Common won a a, a a award during his early albums, would they have said, "And the winner is Common Sense," or would they have always just called him Common? Um, like, did he actually go by that name? See, this would be a show well, for AC because he's well, a hip hop head. Kanye had that lyric that said, uh, "Truthfully, I want to rhyme like Common Sense, but I did five mil ain't been rhyming like Common Sense." So he used common old name and his new name I guess so. in that I line. Just, I, but I just don't know how common that was it was. Yeah. Cause I ain't never heard of that. Uh, again, it's a situation. No name gypsy to no name. Critical productions to big crit. Um Therapist. Therapist. To J. Cole. I don't. His name was therapist. I don't know about that. Damn. Damn. I don't know. Maybe that's something he said in the interview or something. Puff Daddy to P Diddy to Diddy to Puff Daddy to Love to Brother Love. Yeah, I remember that. That Brother Love thing. But I think he he scratched it off. I don't remember that. <laughs> Snoop Doggy Dog to Snoop Dog to Snoop Lion to Snoop Zilla oh, yeah, back to Snoop Dog. <laughs> I remember that. that Young Jeezy like. to Jeezy. Little J to Jeezy, I guess the beginning. Fat Joe the gangster to Fat Joe. <laughs> Little Bow Wow to Bow Wow to Shad Moss. We don't know nothing before Shad, Shad Moss. Moss. <laughs> uh, Titty Boy to Two Chains. Yes. Uh, yep. Big Pun, who used to go by Moon Dog. Ideas are for people that was like really in the hip hop listening to these people at the beginning of their career because I ain't heard a lot of this shit before. Apparently, Logic's name used to be Psychological. I can see that. That's just white. Uh, That's Biggie Smalls white. to Notorious <laughs> B.I.G. Travis with the dollar sign on it to Travis without the dollar sign. Oh my God. The Genius to Guzza or the Jizza. Not Guzza. It's Jizza, right? Yeah, Jizza. Okay, I think this, this what I'm looking at starting to get silly now. <laughs> this shit say A Rab attack to DJ Khaled. Okay, was no. that his name? Before? I hope not, cause that's I hope not either. Terrible. <laughs> they put his ass out of the country for that. Oh my god, you can't do that shit these days, brother. No. Oh, now they get into a debate about uh, um, conflict in the Middle East. <laughs> Oh my this is how these threads go, man. You can start a thread off with the best intention and get into some crazy shit. Okay. Anyway, yeah. yeah so. so it has happened, but again, Kanye just the his is weird. He's just weird. He should have named himself Con for fucking conning these niggas out of these damn holy ass clothing line he got. You know, uh, his shoe, his shoes look like something that somebody with scoliosis would need to wear to correct their back. They look like like special like pediatric, <laughs> not pediatric, but Podiatrist, like those shoes are ugly. I'm sorry, okay. It's they about ugly. marketing. He's a marketing genius. Those yays like, are ugly. Every time I see them, they just look like some shoes special kids would have on. Just like Donald Trump. I don't understand. He's a marketing <laughs> genius. 
he is a marketing genius. I don't get it. I don't like using the word genius in this sense, but there is no way to justify how valuable he's made something that's obviously garbage. Those shoes are ugly as fuck. The clothes. His I just Donald don't Trump's understand. brand name, his hotels. It's just regular shit. He got bitches walking around out here with clear heels on in the summertime. Yo, shit fogging up and shit like <laughs> the plastic ass shoes. And it can't really be that higher of a quality shit than you get with regular any other shoe. No. It can't be. Jealous was a thing well before Kanye started putting plastic on shoes. He's walking around with that them little shoes that had your feet sweating. <laughs> just don't understand. It's ridiculous. And no, for anybody who's like, you just ain't got enough money. I don't give a fuck how much money I had. I, you ain't gonna see me in no fucking yays. I can, I can assure you of that. Not even because of how much they cost. I can have all the money in the world. Them shoes ugly as fuck. Don't at me. They're just ugly. I'm sorry. They're ugly. They're terrible. Y'all buy them because his name is attached to them. Not because them shoes is fly because they look like special shoes. So, thick ass soul. Whatever. <laughs> All right. So, I need y'all to sit with me for a while. Be patient. Because we finna talk about this Kavanaugh shit. Oh, this nigga. Okay. And there's a lot of y'all listening that I'm sure know what's going on, but I'm just going to give a quick rundown and some implications from my perspective. So we know that Trump was trying to, let's not say Trump was trying to, the Republican party clearly is in either party interest to stack the Supreme court in their favor, because yeah. you are likely to get legislation that pushes the country in the direction that you want. And these are lifetime seats. Supreme Court's a lifetime seats, meaning once you get put on them, you, you, you are you in them for you until you die. Unless. Until you until you decide to leave the position. Or unless you fuck up. Now, they can be um, pulled from that position if they do some, some fuck shit. But other than that, they there for life. Lifetime. So, it's no secret that Trump was all hype about seating Neil Gorsuch after Scalia died. Mm-hmm. So we had a Supreme Court justice die. Trump became president, filled that seat after the Republicans had been blocking uh, Merrick Garland's, uh, which is Obama's pick, mm -hmm. for like a year and some change for that same seat. So when Kennedy decided to leave, oh man, they all jizzed in the pants. <laughs> you know, now they got a list together of people that they want to fill that seat. And a priority of Donald Trump, which I don't believe is his real priority, I think it's just the priority of the people that's going to clap for him and say, yay, Donald Trump, is to overturn Roe versus Wade, which yep. is a, a abortion legislation, mm -hmm. which Kennedy was the holdup on. And Kennedy was a conservative, but I think he was more erring on the side of uh, freedom of the individual than the government telling one what to do with their body. So he was a holdup on that vote. So now that he's gone, they want somebody that will overturn Roe versus Wade. Now, they won't say in a confirmation hearing that they're going to overturn Roe versus but everybody Wade. Knows. Because what Kavanaugh was saying in his confirmation hearings was, I believe in precedent and I will take all of that into consideration as I sit on my judgeship and, and litigate. Oh. You know, they say they say all that shit. To get in. But, get you in know, and they and their opinions afterwards, they'll talk about why they did what they did even though they wouldn't say they were gonna do it um 
which at the end of the day, confirmation hearings are just a sham. It's not about disclosure. It's about non-disclosure. It's about how good you are at not answering shit, which that's what all these confirmation hearings show. If a confirmation hearing and the content therein was a determining factor in whether you was going to move forward or not, Betsy DeVos would not be because she, her no. shit is one of the worst ones I've ever seen. She got her ass torn apart in her confirmation. She didn't have no answers. It showed her utter, utter lack of understanding the system that she was about to participate oh in leading. Yes. And that's how I, that's when I realized confirmation hearings ain't shit, Mm-mm. you know, but during his confirmation hearing, a, a woman came out and said that she was sexually assaulted by him. Now, this is not when she reported that the sexual assault happened. She actually sent a letter to the Democratic head, Diane Feinstein, who kept that letter because the person who sent it to her as the Dr. Ford said, I want you to keep this letter uh, anonymous. I don't I don't want this out. If you're going to talk about it, don't put my name in it. Mm-hmm. And so um, Diane Feinstein chose to not put it out because at the woman who made the allegations request. And somehow it leaked somehow. It leaked that this happened in whatever state it happened in, Maine, maybe? Maryland. It happened in Maryland. They released that this was a doctor of psychology. They released that it was somebody who knew him from the high school he went to, and they found out who it was. Because reporters in the media, they good as fuck at doing their jobs. You know, that's why Donald Mm -hmm. Trump keep talking about this leaking and shit. Because reporters are good as fuck at doing their job. You can't stop that. You can't stop reporters being good and charismatic and and very, very good at getting the information that they're trying to get. Mm-hmm. So, after these allegations came out, now we got a situation. Because we have a judge that the Republican Party has chosen to fill that seat. That is a lifetime position. We have a woman that has put out an allegation against him of sexual assault. And we have a a democratic party who has been sitting on this information, uh, potentially trying to figure out what, what been doing with it. Now, what happens next is after this point, at this point, there's several different pathways you can take, right? The first pathway is let's not worry about these allegations. We already here. We doing this. Let's push it on through. That's Republicans. It's in their best interest to get this this man confirmed ASAP before bullshit happens. Mm-hmm. And you know what? They are familiar with bullshit because they did it for 440 days with um, Merrick Garland. Mm-hmm. Very familiar with bullshit. Or we can fully investigate this shit. Now, this is the Democratic Party shit. Let's investigate this shit. He, well, first off, we didn't approve of him before this shit. We ain't never liked him. We ain't gave a damn about this man. Because we already know that Donald Trump sought him out to overturn some shit that is a very important piece of legislation in our country's history. So we don't want that so already fuck him. But now we got this allegation. So let's first off, they like let's cancel him. But see, then it turns into so we're gonna cancel him on unfounded allegations, you know? Or are we gonna not explore the allegations and move forward? See, this is when politicking started happening, right? So the Republicans' gripe about this situation is that 
y'all fucking Democrats don't give a fuck about this lady. Y'all got that information from her earlier and y'all sat on this shit until the last minute because y'all wanted to release this shit and make us have to scramble and keep this nomination from going through so that if y'all have a blue wave in November, y'all can block this shit for another two years, which is possible. It's possible that they do that. You know, and Democrats is like, y'all Republican assholes. Y'all are sitting here saying that this woman should have her day in court. Her story needs to be listened to. But the reality is every single one of y'all are still ready to push him through. So her telling her story ain't about, it don't have nothing to do with measuring his character. It's just about like playing a little charade, pretending like you care. Now, what could have resolved all of this for both parties is that when these allegations first came out, if they would have let the FBI do an investigation. Well, Kavanaugh is one of the questions they asked him during them talking about this was why was he he doesn't want an FBI investigation. My thing is, if I ain't did no shit, hell yeah, investigators see y'all find the fuck out and get out my face. He doesn't want an investigation. Now, at the beginning, he said that he wouldn't care about an investigation. Like, mm -hmm. I think during the Fox News interview, mm -hmm. I think he alluded to being okay with whatever they want to do with it. Mm -hmm. But I, I think one of the politicians promised him that there would be no FBI investigation. And so, now we're waiting. Now... We now they played a big ass game with her her testimony. She wanted an FBI investigation before she do her testimony because she can place people with their names mm -hmm. at that place at the time. Mm -hmm. You know she don't remember exactly everything that happened. And keep in mind, we've been saying sexual assault, but this is like a gang rape. Basically, they were apparently this is like a a potential a potential gang, gang rape. rape but she never used the word rape she just you know it was a potential at the least it was a sexual assault i guess what happens if it's mo it's just a multiple people sexual assault or is it a gang assault is that a thing? well i she alluded to it potentially becoming a gang rape which is how people are framing it but at the end of the day brett kavanaugh is the one who got on top of her cover her mouth and then mike judge apparently came and jumped on the bed and it kind of like bounced everybody up and that's how she was able to get oh, out of there okay. so he wasn't a part of the is i think the fear is that he was about to be a part of that whole situation mm -hmm. But we never know because what he did was just some bullshit. Now we people have been saying gang rape. He got up there and was like, and you know, all this cra people are saying that I was a part of a gang. No, no, Brett, that's not what we that's different. Gang rape. You don't have to be a gang member in order for that to happen. Um, you know, that can happen if a group of of white men who are not a part of a gang get together and sexually assault a bunch of women. Y'all were a gang of dudes. <laughs> but she can place people in the room. Uh -huh. So she said, I have some information that the FBI can go look up to see if anybody can corroborate this because the FBI do that shit. Mm -hmm. That's what they fucking do. They will find some shit if there's shit to be found. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, if there is not shit to be found or if the time that it took for this to come out just kind of extremely limits what they are able to find mm -hmm. then that will clear Kavanaugh 
it would even it would clear him if it's taking too long. Not to say that it didn't happen, but there's only so much you can get when this much time has but passed. That's why I feel like he knows that there must be something major that can come out because he's not with the investigate because again if this is going to clear you and you can like get all of this shit on and move forward i don't know why you wouldn't want to do that and his defense is that he has a calendar from 1989 <laughs> that has all like so just this i think very, it's 82 82 very detailed accounts of where he was on all these days first of all why the fuck do you still have a calendar from 1982? But either way, let me tell you the crazy thing about this calendar, right? She says that a dude named, she says that Mark Judge was there. She says that PJ was there, a dude named PJ, mm -hmm. which is the guy she was dating at the time. Mm -hmm. She said Brett Kavanaugh was there. And she said this other dude, I can't remember his name. I think it's Chris, but his nickname was Squee. Mm -hmm. on his calendar they all it say that they left the workout and went to get some get some uh, skis with these dudes that she named these dudes so there is a place on the calendar <laughs> that fits to what she's talking about that places all the people that were there in it right stupid. why would you even bring the fucking calendar of it just to incriminate yourself just stupid hey. i don't know i mean he i think he thinks he's a lot smarter <laughs> And I think he's, I think he think the whole time or whoever his PR person been telling him what to say, I think they've been fucking up. They've created, they've created a lot of pockets where you can conclusively determine whether shit happened or not. He said he wasn't at that party at the beginning. Mm -hmm. But if it turns out that that party was the one that they was talking about, he already lied. And he, he also said that he wasn't at that party she's talking about. <laughs> when we already knew that she didn't know exactly where the party was so where are you saying you wasn't at yeah i mean look i'm uh, brett kavanaugh seems like one of these little frat boys that would have done some bullshit like this so it's not for me this is not something that's just impossible to have happen and for all of you motherfuckers hold on hold on hold on, hold on. let me let me finish the story okay. first before we start roasting folks before you start roasting folks and then i join in on the roasting um so where the point we're at now is she has her senate hearing and it is the most believable mm -hmm. shit that happens it's the most credible shit that a lot of these people have never heard right and everybody's saying i believe her mm-hmm everybody republicans are saying i believe her democrats are saying i believe her but at the end of the day what the republicans are saying is y'all are trying to ruin this man's life which was what i was about to say for you to say that they're trying to ruin his life when he was possibly a part of a sexual assault that fucked up her life is so disrespectful it's so disrespectful. And one of my issues with Republicans and these, fat, oh, they're the conservative party, is that y'all aren't, though. Like, y'all say that, but then this kind of shit, you cool with. It's all right. Like, it's so misogynistic. It's ridiculous. Like, to, to say, oh, this is going to ruin his life, he hasn't had to live with a sexual assault for however fucking many years it's been. Like, 
to to disregard how this impacts the victims and and only focus on how this is going to impact his career now is so disrespectful and it's so disheartening not only that but when did not getting a supreme court seat become the measuring (laughs) stick for your life being ruined you know like he's lived the life that he's wanted to live with all of that shit now another part i want to add about the hearing is that his testimony he would not answer questions and he had a little about he had a tantrum but he wouldn't answer questions about whether he's ever been blackout drunk before he said he's never been blackout drunk. he said he's never been blackout drunk but he's gone to sleep after drinking, <laughs> he said he likes beer. He said he still likes beer. He said he likes beer a lot. He's never been blackout drunk, but I've gone to sleep after, after that. Drinking. One of his peers was on CNN and said that she been sending text messages with all of her Yale peers who all knew Brett Kavanaugh, and they are utterly disgusted at how how he's mischaracterizing himself as it pertained to alcohol. They said that that shit. He just not telling the truth. About how much he drank. He looked like he He looked like a Brett. <laughs> he does. Brett Farm looked like a Brett. <laughs> Brett Kavanaugh looked like a Brett. The Brett from uh, Pulp Fiction looked like a Brett. Yeah. All of them look like a Brett. Yeah. And they look like they do Brett shit. Which and Brett shit is going to get some skis with the boys. <laughs> you know? For him to be a judge and to have been involved with the law. For as long as he has, he is not good at not answering questions. Like he can't even do it in a way that's like maybe they won't notice I'm not directly answering it. Like he was shit. His whole testimony was terrible. The only thing that came out of that for the people who are like, I believe him, is because he he made an attempt to cry because again, this is ruining his whole life and blah blah blah. But like, no, Brett. I don't believe you, Brett. I think you a liar, Brett. <laughs> I think so, you're full of shit. Lindsey Graham, during this whole thing, had a whole little meltdown in which he went haywire talking about y'all Democrats, y'all just, it's ridiculous how y'all are willing to ruin this man's life for power. Oh, no, I hope you never get it. Oh, y'all are just doing this. Y'all don't care about this lady. Now, he's saying that they don't care about this lady because... They probably did a whole shitload of politicking in order to meet some agendas. Mm -hmm. But she don't exist because of the Democratic Party. No. She didn't tell her story because of the Democratic Party. Mm -hmm. She didn't bring this shit to Dianne Feinstein because of the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party may have done some political posturing after this came out. But the reality is he did this shit to this woman or he didn't. I believe he fucking did. But for Lindsey Graham and Republicans to say, I believe, say, believing her and confirming him can't exist in the same space if you respect what you say you believe happened to that woman. And again, that just goes back to this conservative conservative idea. This, you know, they're pro-life. It's like y'all say y'all stand for these things, but then a lot of the shit that y'all do does not vibe with that you know y'all all y'all are old white men up sitting up here got daughters you know what i'm saying you got wives would this be okay if it was if it was them would you feel like it oh honey don't say anything you're gonna ruin that man's life if you go up there and say something 
And if you would, that makes you even more of a fucked up person that you would, at the cost of your daughter's peace of mind, save somebody else's fucking job because he's a Brit. He's white. He, you know, he need, don't, don't, don't mess with his career. That happened years ago. You guys were, no, motherfucker. Like, I just, this shit irks my soul. Anytime I hit him, like, on any news broadcast like talking about these conservative ideas and saving the family system and it's like y'all the same motherfuckers who was going home beating the hell out of your eyes because they didn't have your dinner warm like i just it's just so crazy to me that you you say you stand for these things and then evidence shows that you're full of shit well they the way that i think that they define family values in the context of the bible and scripture i think that that's the variable I think that the Bible does not have a great track record of valuing women itself as a doctrine. Um, it has pockets of doing so, but a lot of how you see the men treating their women and the, the women, the men expecting to be treated by the women is it's favorable to what they consider family values. And uh, what's the little bitch made flake, Jeff Flake? Did you see that video of those two women accosting him in the elevator saying, mm-hmm. How you so you you're gonna confirm him you're gonna vote yes so what you're telling victims like me because i'm a sexual uh assault survivor is that what happened to me doesn't matter and i mean they was not he kept she trying said to push, look me in my face yep. and tell me it doesn't matter yep because he kept trying to push the closed elevator door that lady had a whole body that door was not closing and he was just like thank you for sharing thank you like he just head down like please please close the door so i can get out Oh, Jeff Flake. His name is Flake, which I'll expect him to do, but be flaky as hell. If you expect, uh, if you, um, shit, Donald Trump, Arizona representative, he's about to quit. He ain't running again. He's about to be done, and this is common knowledge at this point. But Flake, yeah, yeah, Jeff Flake. But what Jeff Flake has been is a vocal opponent to everything Trump, uh, because I think he want to look like the hero verbally, but. When it comes time to vote, he always vote with it. But because of that, I don't know if it's because of the elevator thing, but Jeff Flake is the reason why it's postponed. It's postponed now, pending a uh, an investigation that's yeah. limited in scope, and they got a week to do it. They got a week to do it. That's four more days than they gave for Anita Hill, you know. And this has been ordered by Trump, you know. So, but the reality in that is. If we believe Dr. Ford and that this happened to her and the FBI comes back with nothing, nothing that conclusively shows that it happened, he's going to get confirmed. And and all we can all we can say is that's just what we asked for. We asked for the system to do what it's supposed to do. They didn't have a lot of time to do it, and I expect the Democrats to come out and say they didn't have enough time, and I expect the Democrats to say, well, we still believe Dr. Ford, and, you know, this probably happened, but these are the issues that come along. They couldn't find no white man that don't have, like, <laughs> my thing is... Oh, oh, the dude, the dude Squee? Yeah. He's the dude that the dude with that wild conspiracy theory came out and said that it was him instead of Brett Kavanaugh. I don't know what you mean. This dude came out with a uh, with with a, uh, this dude came out with a th- conspiracy theory on Twitter that they condemned like shit after it came out, 
but they made it sound like that something happened to her but it because that's republicans talking point is we believe something happened to her we don't know if it was brett kavanaugh or not so he was saying that she was confusing brett kavanaugh with the other dude you know and so he's placed at that party as well squee yeah Yeah. he's placed at that party as well and the crazy thing about that is how does he know i just don't i'm just trying to figure out i i feel like kavanaugh had a conversation with that dude letting him know who else was there to help him come up with that conspiracy theory i just don't think that he only got that information from dr ford's info because it was limited how how that information came out i don't know i don't know i believe he did i believe that he is just the quintessential drunk frat boy he like the dude that raped the girl behind the dumpster he that kind of a motherfucker that's who he seems like the fact that he was not able to keep his composure and basically had a two-year-old tantrum when he was on the stand the way the disrespectful way that he talked to any of the women that questioned him because if you go and you look at him being questioned his whole demeanor when it's a woman questioning him it's completely different than when it's a dude like he's just a bitch ass person period and even if he stood by and watched her get sexually assaulted and he didn't actually assault her that still makes him a trash ass human being period he's a horrible person and he doesn't need to be in the supreme court fuck him now, if indeed the FBI comes back with not enough conclusive evidence to indicate that he did this, this is going to showcase the issue that comes along with so much time passing before a person discloses that something like this happened. And a lot of people are asking the question, condescendingly, mind you. Of course. Why it take 30 years for them to come out? Same shit with Bill Cosby. Why it take 27 years for them to come out? Why they didn't come out immediately? Well, the immediate response is trauma is so deep that people want to move away from it. They don't want to have to expose this shit. Tell their story to several different people. Tell their story over and over. Relive that trauma over and over. It's just best if we get away from it. In a lot of instances, you can get away from it. Uh, you can't get away from it with Bill Cosby necessarily because he's a household name. He got a TV mm-hmm. show that come on. It reruns all the time. So those women, I believe they experienced some hardcore shit dealing with uh, somebody like Bill Cosby. But if it's a Brett Kavanaugh, I think my question is, I wonder how she came back into knowledge of his existence. Because some people are saying, you know, he's been a federal judge for all this time. Why she didn't do this now? Well, it's very well possible that she's went on to live her life, mm-hmm. forgot about this man's name, mm-hmm. had been following shit he's been doing in his cases. I don't know all the federal judges. Exactly. Don't put <laughs> his name in Google because it's a part of her trauma. Why? And it's very possible that the first time she heard his name again was out of Donald Trump's mouth. And now it becomes more relevant. Mm-hmm. If she had followed up with Brett Kavanaugh and, and he became a fucking Walmart manager, then it don't make a fucking difference. Who cares? He's not going to have any control over anything that would be concerning. And she can she can isolate herself from coming into contact with him or, or seeing his name or anything that would help evoke that trauma. Mm-hmm. But if he is all over TV and is about to become a judge... The knowledge you have about his character becomes a shit load more relevant. And not only that, but he's going to become a Supreme Court judge. So he's about to make decisions based on the character judgments that he's made across his life. Now, you can can go look at research from how 
the character of kids change to when they're adults. You can go see uh, all of these differences, which plays into the the dialogue and the excuses of he was seventeen. But the problem is, is plenty of motherfuckers out there who will be great Supreme Court, conservative Supreme Court judges mm-hmm. that didn't do fuck shit when they were 17. Not to mention, again, his behavior when he testified, like, I, that's who he is. That little tantrum-throwing, two-year-old acting motherfucker, that's who he is. Like, when he's not, that's how he who he is under pressure. That's who he is when people don't agree with him. That's who he is. So I don't know that he's like completely removed from who he was at seventeen, as evidenced by that. But another reason why people don't say anything, you have to understand, is just the misogynistic culture of this country and how, depending on where you were when it happened, you there is a real concern that people gonna say, well, why was you at a frat party or whatever? You know what I'm saying, like. It, you there's a real concern that you're gonna be to blame that they're gonna make you feel like it was your fault you should have knew better why was you there that late why were you you know at a a, a house where where you knew it was uh predominantly male like like you gonna get questioned like you did the shit like you the you the bad person and so you know, people when they're younger are not strong enough to withstand that and sometimes it does take years for them to come to a good place with it and to re- really truly recognize that i didn't have shit to do with that that was a decision that he made i said no it doesn't matter where i was it, it takes them a while before they can become strong because the scrutiny that you're going to be under when you make an allegation against a man in power is high you are going to be called all kind of shit. They're going to question every little aspect of everything. Because, again, if this was, if Brett was a Walmart worker, and she would, they, it wouldn't be the same level of scrutiny. And It's just, you know, you have to kind of keep that in mind, the way that victims have a tendency to be treated as less than a victim. Like it's your fault. Like they contributed to it. And so, therefore. You know the story of the boy that cried wolf? Yeah. He basically was at a town and was continuing to cry that a wolf was coming to the town. And the whole town would prepare for the wolf and found out the boy was just playing. Mm-hmm. So that when the wolf actually showed up and the boy came to cry wolf, nobody, nobody prepared because he had been bullshitting the whole time. Except, you know, in this situation, the boy is woman, is or women. Um, the wolf is raped. And they never been believed. You know, mm-hmm. so why would the women in this case prepare themselves to be believed if there is a history of men not believing the women who say that they've been raped? And not only a system where men don't believe women who may or may not have been raped, but women who have been raped and the men know that those women have been raped still seek to protect the men at the cost of the perception of that woman's character. Why you had that dress on? Why you dressed so provocatively? Why was it so late and you was over there? And they still gonna call her fast, mm-hmm. promiscuous, yep. a whore. Yep. They still gonna call her all of those things in order to protect that man. And what I say to the Republican Party is that you believe in her and supporting him can't exist in the same space if you support him you don't believe her or you don't give a fuck about her what happened to her yeah it can't they can't exist in the same space so if you say i believe her but i still support kavanaugh for all these other reasons i guess it will still go in line with all of these people that say that they support trump policies even they don't so though they don't support all this shit they conveniently can isolate all of this shit out when 
it's a part of it that they value, mm-hmm. which is what Republicans are doing now. So it ain't really new. It's the same shit they did when they voted Trump in. Oh, well, we don't like Trump, but we support all this other shit he's doing for us, even though he grabbing women by the pussy and he telling everybody that they racist and saying instances of shit. Okay, we, that's... There were bad guys on both sides. Yeah, it, it just goes in line. This way that they are hoping to rule goes in line with that. And, you know, I don't, I don't like, I'm a, I don't even want to call myself a centrist. I don't really like politics, but I understand some of Republican shit and some of Democrat shit, but the political posturing that both of these parties do to try to get shit going their way is becoming irritating as fuck. Like I'm getting exhausted uh, listening to CNN. I'm just getting exhausted listening to uh, CNN, Fox News when I watch some of their clips. I don't ever watch that shit because I know it's going to make me angry. Well, you know, I I watch Fox News sometimes, or not Fox News, I only watch clips, but I watch clips of any news show as breadcrumbs to go in and do my own research. And I feel like sometimes when it's a, a topic that's important to me, <laughs> I need to know what kind of political posturing and what kind of spinning that they're doing on some of the stuff that that we're talking about. But but that's that's it. Thanks for sitting through that. <laughs> um a fun story or not fun <laughs> funny story uh bus driver arrested for letting students drive the bus <laughs> what kind of shit is that <laughs> a northwest indiana school bus driver was cuffed in book after she allegedly let the students drive the bus uh so of course the kids have their phones and so one of the kids on the bus recorded this and that's how she got caught Joandria McAtee McAtee Joandria McAtee 27 let three students 11 13 and 17 drive the school bus home and she dropped kids off (laughs) oh she a special kind of stupid they arrested her when she uh went to go pick up her paycheck (laughs) they was waiting on it at least she got paid. She was hit with a neglect of a dependent charge, which is a felony. The Port uh, Porter Township School Corporation is angered and disappointed in the actions of this driver. Stupid uh, Superintendent Stacy Schmidt said in an email, "The safety of our students is a top priority." Why would you? I just under what? First of all, I, when I have a kid. I ain't gonna want to drive with they motherfucking asses when they learn how to drive. Other people, random ass, bad ass kid. Like, I just want to know what could have happened that would have made her be like, "Who want to drive? <laughs> Who want to whip the big school bus? <laughs> like, what the fuck? I don't understand. I don't understand what could have." <laughs> what could have made her decide that that was a good idea? Eleven, thirteen, and seventeen. And you know these damn kids record everything. So the fact that somebody recorded you doing this, not shocking to me. Probably went home and was like, man, look, mom, the bus driver was letting us drive today. And the mama was probably like, the fuck? <laughs> and called immediately to the school board. Y'all got drivers you know, out here letting kids drive school You can be the cool bus driver without <laughs> letting motherfuckers drive. Like, just do the shoot dance outside of the bus or something. Like, do some of the Fortnite dances, floss dance. Do some of that shit for them to be like, oh, that bus driver cool. That's all it takes. 
it don't take no more than that. You ain't got to be like, hey, little kid, you want to drive the bus? <laughs> oh, I ain't bet you ain't think a bus driver was this cool, did you? <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all could have murdered everybody. What the fuck is wrong with you? And an 11-year-old, like, I guess depending on, like, the kid. They so small. Like, I think maybe them kids she had in her lap. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. She had him in her lap, letting him drive. That's a whole other issue is you having kids sitting in your lap. <laughs> just, just all of this is just all bad. It's all bad. It's all terrible. It's all just shit she should not have been doing. <laughs> My God. Damn. Yeah. Well, so she's got don't know a if this is uh don't know if this is true or not. <laughs> but Bill Cosby has reportedly fell down the stairs and had a <laughs> hot dog bun thrown at him on his first day in prison. Because <laughs> I feel like an asshole for laughing. Why? So I was trying to compose myself. He fell down the stairs and had a hot dog bun thrown Some Listen, I don't know if it was a lunch person that did this or not. If it wasn't, somebody sacrificed their whole ass hot dog bun. They weren't going to throw the meat. But they was willing to have that hot dog without the bread to show their disapproval of Bill Cosby. I think that's some big shit there. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. That's I wouldn't so dare funny. throw my hot dog bun at somebody. Oh, they be serious about their food. And pre- like, I... I don't know until I had somebody tell me a story about prison and he, he was sitting next to somebody who got killed. He was more upset because blood got in his grits. Like, he didn't give a fuck about the nigga dying next to him. He was just like, and got blood in my grits. Like, he was so mad about these grits. Like, super upset. And I'm like, well, what about the dude that died? Fuck him. I needed my grits. <laughs> and then they wouldn't give me no more when I went back up to the line. <laughs> a part of me feels like they would have, somebody would have went and picked up that hot dog bun or he would have went and got it back. But a part of me feel like nobody would want to eat it because it got quaalude powder on it now. I fucking hate you. I feel like so Bill Cosby well. is just walking quaalude powder. Like every time he stepped, you know, like a baby powder from How High. He just had baby powder. I feel like just Bill Cosby just got quaalude powder on him. I don't know why. That hot dog hit him and it just poofed all over the place. Man, if you eat that hot dog bun, you getting raped twice tonight. Did he fall down the stairs or did he get pushed down? The they say he wasn't being guided. He's legally blind, so he probably can't get around that well. They pro- look at the point. Listen, at this point, unless it's somebody that believes that he's been treated wrongly, anybody who believes that he is the predator that he's been convicted of being. They don't give a fuck. Look, rapists and shit don't get no love in prison. And I don't know that just because it's Bill Cosby is going to be different because they whooped Jared ass when he went. So, I mean, they probably are supposed to guide him and they're probably like, let his old rapey ass find his <laughs> Like, I feel like they would do that shit. They don't play them games I really prison. feel like they finna start calling him Pudding Pop. Oh. I feel like they finna be so disrespectful. Oh, God. No. They gonna be like, what's up, Bill? Your name, your new name is Pudding Pops. <laughs> And you better answer that shit or we stabbing your old ass. <laughs> listen, listen, oh listen. Oh, God. They, look. You want to know what Bill Cosby's first meal consists of in jail? Hot dogs, apparently. Meals vary depending on the day and the week. For breakfast, Mr. Cosby will have access to fruit and cereal every day, as well as milk, coffee, and sugar. On Saturdays, on the current rotation, there are pancakes. For lunch and dinner, the menu is more varied. On Mondays, lunch could be a cheese pizza or a garden burger with bread. It sounds like jail has introduced vegetarian options. I don't know. Oh, yeah. But 
This coming Monday, the dinner entrees are roast pork or a tofu oat burger, Ooh. according to a menu pro- provided by Miss Warden. At lunch that day, the prison is serving chocolate pudding, a product <laughs> Mr. Cosby was associate, wow. associated with Why as a pitch man for Jello. They fucking him up. Miss Warden, Warden said the pudding on the menu is simply a gelatin product, they not Jello brand. Are so wrong for that. If you think the dumb prisoners are gonna distinguish between these brands and not just go straight into the fact that it's chocolate pudding, they they wrong for that. Don't serve that. Why would you serve that? What you mean? Why not? What if they probably was already gonna serve that shit on Monday? They didn't know when Bill Cosby was coming. You think they changed the whole ass printed out menu just because Bill Cosby was coming to be petty? Now, if I was a warden. I would, but I'm not. I don't think everybody would do that. You know. Well, they might not think it's better. They might think that it's. They may be the people that believe him and and want to be, you know, nice and give tribute to him by by serving ch- uh, chocolate pudding. Oh, I bet they're gonna be in there like do the scene from season two, episode three. <laughs> do it. Do it, and we gonna stab your old ass. Take your food for lunch. You already can't see. You don't know who got it. That's what's really fucked up is that if somebody does start fucking with him, even if he wanted the snitch, he can't. <laughs> this all is not funny. Let me stop laughing. It's not funny. Listen, people who do bullshit and obviously do bullshit. Listen, man, this is what I think about Bill Cosby, okay? I feel like Bill Cosby deep down knew how horrible of a person that he was capable of being that he started a process of creating a person that was so fucking amazing on his TV show that it would be hard for people to believe he did the shit. Yeah. I feel like there's still people that believe I that. feel like that is that was a part of his shit. Yeah. I feel like he was on some Ted Bundy shit. I feel like he used his charisma oh to create this persona of persona of himself that people would value and trust so that the real person don't get exposed. And you know what? It was successful. Mm-hmm. It took him a whole long time. He a lot had of lived years his whole goddamn life at this point. To be exposed. He on the way out. He got a foot and a half in the grave. And you know, we can talk about the people who continue to support Bill Cosby. Fuck y'all. We could talk about the people who bringing up Bill Cosby as opposed to uh, Harvey Weinstein. And they all, all these fuck white niggas. Person. Like they, it doesn't, it doesn't make him better just because oh he's black and they. No, they all fuck ass people who need deserve to get pedophile island, rapist island. I still stand by that. They all need to be there. They make it seem like the measuring stick for shit not happening to white people should mean that black people should be able to get away with shit. <laughs> No, the Don't reality the is nobody should be able to get away with nothing. Nope. But y'all asses didn't walk into America yesterday. Y'all know that the justice system disproportionately impacts brown people at different rates. And if you're a brown rich person or a brown poor person, if you brown, white people have a better time than you. Yep. That don't mean that these systems ain't trying to get the white people. But unfortunately, it do mean that if the, it get the white people, it, it, it's not going to be the same. But that's the America we live in. But Harvey Weinstein is facing a life sentence, man. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I mean, you can't use him no more. But when this shit happened and enough people come out about it, this is what happened. Now, Bill Cosby is going away for one of those people. Mm-hmm. This time he's doing this for one of those people because the statute of limitation had not run up 
on his assault on her. Mm-hmm. You know, he would get more time for that. But also, they give time based on circumstances. I mean, if you were in a wheelchair, they would give you less time than people who are not in a wheelchair. Like, they take him being old and shit into consideration with this stuff. You know, and legally blind. So, fuck you, Bill Cosby. Yeah, fuck that nigga. But, you know, me and Heathcliff Huxtable cool. Yep, he's still good. Um... <laughs> I don't even know why this would be like who would care but authorities are looking for a Georgia man who has been stealing food from the continental breakfast bars at local hotels I just don't why would you <laughs> you got a man hunt out for a nigga that stole some bagels from how much food is he taking I guess is my goal. like I don't really know he why probably just coming in and eat breakfast so who cares I mean, I know he ain't a paying guest. I get it. I do. But, like, y'all <laughs> got a man headphone. Dalton, Georgia is looking for the man who hit up a group of hotels earlier this month stealing free food from the breakfast bars. Police also said the man has gotten away. How is away. it free food? If you, that's, that's not a phrase, Well, right? it is you free. You can't steal free food. It's free to you if you stay in a hotel. So, it's not free to him. So, he's just stealing food. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> Police also said the man has gotten away with plastic silverware, shampoo, and tiles. So does everybody that stay in that fucking hotel. People be taking them little shits all the time. You get charged for that shit these days. Yes. If the uh, cleaning people report that, you know, the tiles they came to pick up is less than they started, (laughs) hell yeah, they charge your ass. Hell no. They started putting disclaimers in that shit. I saw that when I went to the last hotel I went to. You will be charged for anything that you fuck with. I just... I mean, I guess if they let him do it and then, all, you know, everybody just start like homeless people get cleaned up enough to just go. I don't know. I just, it ain't a problem. It's not, just, it's just funny to me that this was a news story, I guess, that he was, he's You know what the thing is for continental him, breakfasts. he's not doing this right or discreet enough because if the reality is he's going to multiple hotels and multiple hotels have record of him doing this. And the police are out looking for your ass. You haven't been doing it right. No, they say he bold. He just walk. Like got footage of him just walking straight into a Holiday Inn Express, going right over there. Like not even. I feel like there's acting a, like he's staying in the hotel and then going well, to. I the feel shit. like there's a way you can do it that would be more discreet and you can get away with it. I feel like it's a way to do that. And I feel like he ain't doing it right. If you were doing it right, why would you do this with multiple hotels anyway? You do it at one hotel until it get hot, then you go do it at another one. Until it get hot, and then you go to another one until it get hot, maybe, and then you start back over. Maybe different continental breakfasts have different things that they do well, and you just want to dabble. In all if you got to steal food for breakfast, you can't be a chooser. You you a beggar at this moment, or you a kleptomaniac? In which, if you a kleptomaniac, then yes. And if you a kleptomaniac, you can't really help it. How is so he much? stealing shampoo and towel? I guess he could go to like where they store them at, cause like he ain't in a hotel room, so he ain't stealing it out of a room, cause he's not staying at the hotel. So you how know, is he it's getting real access? Easy to go find one of them carts that the oh, cleaning yeah. people have. You can just walk up and down the halls at any given time and find one of them and snatch some towels and stuff off of those things. I think that'll be real easy to do. I just don't know why you would do it. <laughs> cause what is he doing with this stuff, like? 
Like he ate the food he eating on site, but like the towels, the shampoo, the plastic cutlery, like what? All he gotta do is put on a top hat and a monocle. Why he gotta put on a top hat and a monocle? That's gonna make him stand out more. No, they gonna think he's a crazy person. Have you ever in real life seen somebody with a top hat and a monocle? He can't have on a top hat and a monocle with a fucking Hawaiian shirt and a pair of shorts. (laughs) Even if he didn't, he if he had on a suit. If I see somebody with a top hat and a monocle in real life and it's not a cartoon villain. I'm going to remember that person. As soon as the police come, he, yeah, it was weird. He had on a top hat and a monocle. Like, he stood out. Because don't nobody dress like that on the side of cartoons. <laughs> so that would make him stand out more. I remember his ass better than it if he was just dressed regular. Yeah, you remember him, but you would think he's a guest. No, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I think he was a mental health patient. <laughs> what the fuck has he got this part? Wait, first of all, what is a, per- is a monocle just... What is the purpose of a monocle? Is it like glasses, but just for the one eye, or is yeah. it? Don't nobody even do you that. Hang off your glasses and not. Your they would give you two. Something. You would have two glass. Two. You just have a regular pair of frames. One pair. One side would have plastic, and then the other side would have your prescription. I don't even know. Do they make monocles? Like, is that a thing still? <laughs> Maybe that's why I don't see nobody with them all because they don't make them no more. Where would you even buy a monocle from? You can get anything on eBay. <laughs> True. Anything. True. Um, but yeah, that just I just thought that was funny. Like I saw it and I was like, what? <laughs> what is, why is this a story? He's eating food at the Continental Breakfast, okay? <laughs> so, from the sexual assault, uh, all my shit seemed to be about sexual assault, but I have a list of things. If you're a man, and this came out during Kavanaugh, uh, if you feel like your sexual abusing somebody will potentially ruin your life, then I got some hints for you to avoid sexual abuse or sexual allegations on yourself. I'm going to read through it pretty quick. And if you want some input, just go for it. It's a bunch of them, 20 of them. Don't put yourself in compromising situations. That's number one. Two, stay alert and aware at all times. If you're at a party with a woman who you think will falsely accuse you of sexual assault, limit your alcohol consumption. She's free to drink, but your impaired judgment is not an excuse for her false accusations. If you walk or jog for exercise, try to vary your route and time on the street. To be predictable is risky. Don't give women the opportunity to falsely accuse you by having an exercise routine. Keep your body covered. If you expose certain areas of your body, she may get the impression that you're interested in sex with her. Don't give her that impression by revealing more of your skin than necessary. Modesty (laughs) is the best policy. Think before you talk. I see where this is going. Flirting with a woman is fine, but be careful not to give her the impression that you're interested in sex. Chast words will help you maintain your virtue and good name. Don't make yourself an easy target. Hold your head up. Walk confidently, directly, and at a steady pace away from the woman you think may falsely accuse you of sexual misconduct. Don't forget, you are a strong, capable man too. Attract attention to yourself if you feel you might be falsely accused of sexual misconduct. Make noise, call 911, use a whistle in hopes that someone will come to your aid as a witness. You can get falsely accused of rape whistles at your local shelter. If you're being followed, head for a well-lit area where you think there'll be other people who may be able to help you. Well-lit areas could be the difference between a please 
a pleasant evening stroll, or a night that will forever change your life. It's probably best to stay home after dark. If you're worried that while you're walking home at night, you might encounter a woman who may falsely accuse you of sexual assault, it's best to avoid that situation completely. <laughs> Consider a self-imposed curfew. If you do have to be out after dark, stay away from suspected women. Keep your guard up and keep your distance. Remember to bring your falsely accused rape whistle at all times. Trust your gut instincts. Even if you get the feeling a woman is about to falsely accuse you of rape, leave her alone immediately. Always make sure you lock your car doors, whether or not you're in the car. Always check the floor and rear seat for suspected women before getting into your car. <laughs> if you suspect that you're being followed by a woman while driving, keep on going. Do not stop and pull over until you get to some place that is well lit and where there are other people to assist you and attest to your innocence. If your car should break down, raise the hood and remain in the car with the doors locked until the police <laughs> arrive. Don't stand outside your car. This may give women the impression that your helpless circumstance means that you want to have sex with them. If a woman should stop and offer to assist you, roll down the window just enough to tell them you called the police. <laughs> Stay safe at home. Be sure you know whom you are opening your door to. If a sales or repair woman is legitimate, they will not mind you asking to see her identification and confirming their identity with the company they represent. If you still feel uncomfortable, schedule all appointments at a time when your wife can be home to help you. For men who live by themselves in a house or apartment, never advertise this fact by listing your full name in the phone book or on a mailbox. This makes you an easy target for false allegations because you have no alibi. Attend large parties with friends you can trust. Agree to look out for one another. Try to leave with your group rather than alone or with a suspected woman. <laughs> Be cautious about revealing any personal information over the telephone and or internet. Don't make yourself a vulnerable target. If you have roommates, talk to them about the importance of everyone following the safety strategies at all times. Lastly, stay safe out there. There are plenty of good women ready to help you if you need it. Don't let a few bad apples change the way you feel about all women. Most of us are good and are trying to help you do the right thing. Hashtag not all women. <laughs> Disclaimer, following these tips and strategies does not guarantee that a false accusation will not occur. They are offered as strategies to reduce the likelihood of you becoming a victim of false rape allegations. So clearly, this is a, a satirical take of on all the things that women are told to do exactly. to avoid being raped. Now, imagine if men actually implemented all this, how vastly impacted your life would have to be, <laughs> right? And the reality is, false accusations don't happen without your dumb ass doing something that can be misconstrued, uh, if not actual fucking sexual assault. So. That's hilarious. Motherfuckers keep talking about false accusations. Y'all ruining his life for this shit. Bitch, if you did something questionable, you ruined your own life. Yep. And not only that, but there's not that many people who's going down for shit like this. There's not many people that's getting these allegations on them. But the, me and Adelaide is so many and like, oh, they're in danger. You in danger if you out here doing fuck shit? Yeah. Well, like, I, it kills me to hear motherfuckers talking about, like, you know, we got to be careful out here now. If you feel like you got to change some behaviors because of this, that means you was doing some bullshit before. <laughs> like, if you feel a need, if this has impacted you and made you afraid to do certain shit, you probably shouldn't have been doing that shit in the first place. You know, the crazy thing is that there are women with a man that is permanently etched into her brain that he has forgotten about. Because mm -hmm. it didn't matter to him. He, it didn't impact him. And it wasn't that, traumatic. That is the Kavanaugh situation. Mm -hmm. 
either he was blackout drunk or what happened was so inconsequential to him that it did not not go in his memory. But he didn't blackout. He just went to sleep after he drank. <laughs> it's possible that he don't believe that he did any of that shit if he drank that much. It's possible that he did a whole bunch of shit that he don't remember. And he had to piece shit together. Don't and make you less culpable for it. It don't make you less culpable for it, but that that plays to the need to know whether you actually are a blackout drunk or a blackout drunk back then. Because then it becomes... That's why he can't really answer affirmative to that. Because then, if it becomes plausible that he did these things, but he just don't remember, that look even worse. Mm-hmm. Especially saying that he still like beer now. As a judge, how does that compromise you now? You know? We don't need no alcoholic justices that we know about. I mean, I'm pretty sure Clarence Thomas get fucked up every night. <laughs> you know? But you know what? Anita Hill shit didn't fuck up his life. He became a Supreme Court justice. And if Kavanaugh don't become a Supreme Court justice, then it ain't going to fuck up his life. It should. But it won't. But it ain't. He'll be fine. Just like he's been fine all of this time that she's had to live with the memories of this assault. So... Anyway, um, that's what I got. You got anything else? I do not. I need to figure out why I can hear my heartbeat. But um, Venom come out next week. Oh yay! I want to see that. Yeah, it looks good. Are we going late on a Thursday? Not. No, I guess not because uh, nobody wants that but me. Cause we have to get up early. I don't give a damn morning. what y'all got to do. Think I care about y'all? Well, all of us. If the world out. can't revolve around me, <laughs> then what the fuck is I'm alive for? I should be dead. We don't all have our own business where we set our hours and therefore don't have to get up. Listen, I have to be at work at listen. eight. You be want to stay out one, two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> listen, it's about you know I'm a night like listen. My body gonna get the amount of sleep I need regardless. So. But that ain't how we work. I'm just saying. I'm giving y'all some insight to how I work. Damn. <laughs> but it's about convenience more than anything else. I feel like if we go at 8 o'clock, three of us going to be able to sit by each other, and the other three going to have to sit somewhere else. It's just not. We, we ain't going to get eight seats next to each other. I do be a lot of us. It's a lot of, a us. lot of us. So, you know, that, that time serves a functional purpose. For us to be able to be all gathered together so we can be around each other. We could go early. Early? What do you mean early? Like early when everybody get off work. Like an early show. They don't. They ain't going to show early on Thursday. Not that early. I mean, it got to show. The only reason they don't do exclusively midnight releases no more is because of the shooter. The, the movie theater shooter. Oh. So that's why now when they do midnight like releases, seven. they do it from like. Seven or eight until midnight, and uh, then it's wrapped. I was wondering about that. Yeah, they changed that because of that sh- that shit. It wasn't enough. It wasn't enough people there to respond. Mm. So now they do the shit from like seven or eight to midnight, which means that a lot of people do come at seven and eight for that first midnight situation. So, but we can go and see how it works. Yeah, cause that late shit. I be. In such a poor mood the next day. <laughs> I mean, sleeping. Nigga, you in a poor mood 75% of your life anyway. Another 2% to be able to see a movie all together. Not my life. I wouldn't say 75% of my 60, life 60, I'm in a 63. bad. 63. <laughs> Gotta get half and half at least. <laughs> Jesus. Or more. Not, I'm not always in a bad mood. You're not always in a bad mood, but you always got the potential for a bad mood to just appear. Yes. 
You know, so I'm, I'm just saying. I feel saying. like that's everybody, though. No, it's not me. I mean, you're an anomaly. I feel like you're the anomaly, not me. <laughs> I feel like most people are like me. You are detached so much so that you don't really get impacted by stuff. So you just be like, yeah, all the time. <laughs> Whatever. I think you're the anomaly in this situation. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well. That's all we got. Um, what I be saying at the end? Until we come to the next conversation. Okay, until we come to the next conversation. We out. Holla. Holla.